Has it been a year that businesses have suffered? Yes. Has it been a year that people have suffered? Hell yes. And has it been a year that has had a lot of learnings? Absolutely 100% yes. Welcome to a brand new podcast series we're calling The Year That Wasn't. My name is Kay. I host Good Morning Bangalore on 94.3 Radio 1 that airs every single weekday from 7am all the way to 12 noon. And I am so thrilled to join you on this beautiful podcast series. where we speak to industry leaders and people from various industries and spaces to understand how they have got their companies and themselves through the pandemic now mind you these are interviews with some of the most high profile people you will come across in various industries and trust me there's a lot to learn whether you're an executive whether you're looking for a job or whether you're a top boss Welcome to the year that wasn't the podcast that is available on htsmartcast.com India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let's get into it. The year, the year that, wasn't. that wasn't. This is our little segment that we're doing called the year that wasn't. It kind of focuses on the year gone by, the crazy year gone by and the biggest uh, kind of learnings from the year gone by uh, with industry leaders and um, Kabir Biswas, as you might know, is of course the founder of Dunzo. But the fun part is, he says that on his LinkedIn bio, he works at Dunzo. Uh, so that's the nice part. You have to work at Dunzo to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you haven't changed the LinkedIn bio, man. That's nice. That's nice. It makes it seem so nice. Chandrika doesn't like it, and not does my team. But I'm like, boss, yeah, reality is this. This is what it is, right? Like the job is, doesn't get any fancier. It's just about making sure that stops happening. Absolutely. So you work for Dunzo, and Dunzo works for everyone else, and especially during the. pandemic it became kind of like essential services so we have always assumed that what we do is fairly essential given the fact and the kind of orders that we were running mm. um is other i think when we started off we started off making sure that you know we had a wedge with our customer segment sure. as to who really were we trying to go ahead and what you call bring convenience to mm. but now about two and a half three years in into into a city like bangalore uh, i think we're now going to start seeing us uh start become making our what you call segmentation a lot more broad based right. so you will start seeing us go ahead and become a lot more mass and available so we have always maintained that we are a essential service what do we really do right we actually connect uh, local merchants and users and we have delivery partners who actually make sure that that connection goes through sure. at a at a hyper fast uh, level yeah. right um, that's as essential to a city as it comes and that's really what our vision is also our vision is to go ahead and say that hey you know how can we change the cities that uh, that uh, sure. that uh, that dunzo functions in and make sure that uh, that everything that you want within your city is available instantly 
the fun part of this is uh, initially when i used to tell people in other cities like you know uh, hey can you just dunzo this you know from here to there i'm coming into your city like uh, i brought something for you just dunzo it from my hotel right and they're like what is dunzo <laughs> and i'm like we are the fortunate few in bangalore who know what that is uh, it'll eventually come to you <laughs> but and and for a lot of cities that's kind of happened right um right, i was it is, it is happening although all this tech behind this entire thing that you kind of spoke about the end thing is the end interaction that your user has is a delivery executive coming to the door and handing you your items and things like that that uh, off late and without taking any names uh, seems to be a very tricky thing and a very dicey thing especially with things that are going around i'm not no not saying much <laughs> but 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 my question is um really you know with people like this and you know you're working with a lot of different delivery execs um is there a lot of training that goes into uh, how they deal with things um and they're all coming from very diverse backgrounds so how do you kind of tackle that issue i'll be honest i think it's important to understand that these are human interactions and not every human interaction is exactly going to be the same what you sure. can do is you can train everybody for empathy mm right mm. um so what we do is we try and train our delivery partners very early on for empathy mm. we train our support uh, systems to be very empathetic in nature yeah uh, we are also now trying the same thing with our users and our merchants i see that i see that on the app and you give them you get stories of yes, of, yes. yeah and i think we have based a lot of the way we build the product as well as um, as well as what you call uh, our interactions with our consumers and our merchants mm. in i think with empathy baked into the dna of the organization sure uh, right um, though i'll be honest it's not as if everything goes perfectly Absolutely. all the time um, yeah. and and there are going to be cases that uh, that 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 become corner cases mm. um i think over there also it comes down to exactly how people end up handling them and i'll be honest i think the ecosystems actually gotten really really sharp about how to handle them with a lot yeah. more care and empathy yeah. um in fact for the last in the last few months whatever cases that we have heard i think there is a fair amount of sense that you know at the end of the day all of these people who are on the road and actually going out and doing these deliveries let's be honest then there aren't those many who have an ulterior motive yeah man right? it's, it is, and also it's a, it's a backbreaking job if i'm being completely honest job, and yeah. these guys and these guys are real rock stars man like i i've had yeah. weird stories of what people have done so um, and that's a cool thing it's also <laughs> i love i love how the word dunzo has become like a, like you say you don't tell people to send it via a delivery app you say hey just done it to me which is also i know I what know. you guys did consciously while you were setting up the name and things like that can i tell you a super I weird know, story the, i think i think the best best decision in the last four years is to pick a name <laughs> that could become a verb just ah <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you a weird story of a friend okay and what she done so I was telling this to your team to Chandrika right before this um and I have to tell you the story this is great so there's this friend yeah, yeah of course um so I was I was in a I was in a musical doing a play and there was this girl who had left her script at home for the day and she's like uh, so it, there was about an hour for the director to come so she's like oh she's like losing it because the director was very strict so what she did was <laughs> she she set up a task where the danzo guy came to her This was initial days of Danzo. Okay, so I don't know if you guys still do this. So he gave her the key. Uh, I sorry. think I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave him. She gave him the key. He went. Not only opened the door. Okay, she gave him the cupboard key. He's gone and opened the cupboard as well. The script which he's left inside the cupboard. He had to get that, lock everything up, and then come. It happened, dude. It happened. <laughs> yeah, it happens. I know. <laughs> 
Okay, first disclosure. Do not use the platform for this. It is not a good idea. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Second, the idea really is that at the end of the day, it's convenience, right? You can go ahead and use it for whatever you think is the right way to do it. I have used it to pay at a restaurant because I forgot my wallet. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, right. Like I forgot my wallet and this is maybe two years back, right? Where, yeah, what do you call, uh, phone pay, et cetera, wasn't really that, uh, and Google pay wasn't really as well, etc. Sure. And so I got a Dunzo delivery partner to come pay and I was like, huh, go like another 20, uh, what do you call, you'll go ahead and deliver and press delivered wherever you want to, right? Right. Um, and so that was amazing to imagine that that can actually end up happening, right? Um, but, uh, you're giving people yeah, ideas about what to do with the platform if they forget their wallet. <laughs> And I'll be honest, people end up using, see at the end of the day, what can technology do, right? Technology can go ahead and um, empower you a set of use cases that we imagined. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, I think what users have imagined, and there is one thing that I want to be able to add because of that friend's use case that you just mentioned, right? Is, see, I think we kept a lot of empathy and we kept a lot of what you call honesty uh, and humility while building the brand and our conversations around it, Mm. which I think then organically got interpreted as trust by our users. Right. Um, And, uh, and so they took convenience and they took trust and they have been able to, and it's, it's been crazy to see what consumers are willing to do, yeah, uh, right? Um, yeah. And and willing to give back if you're just wanting to be honest with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and like all of our growth in Bangalore has largely been what you call word of mouth, right? Yeah. Um, and at this point in Bangalore, we'll have close to a million active users in a month, man. It's nice. nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and most of it is word of mouth. And, believe as to what what about can possibly do um and i think i think it came from the fact that we are wanting to just focus on the fact that we'll be really really convenient for consumers and we'll be honest while doing it saying you know in case something's going badly we'll let you know and this they went ahead and used that as a factor of trust and end up being ending up using this yeah. uh, using the product and today the number of examples that we end up hearing are crazy there is this uh, and i know we did a video around this uh, our marketing team did it sure where um where a new what you call nursing mother you know, uh, basically goes ahead and sends breast milk from her office to her kid at home. No way, this actually um, happened? It, she does it regularly. It's not a wow. one-time thing. Okay. She uses Dunzo to be able to send technically food for her kid. Wow. Right? Okay. And, and I'm like, man, just <laughs> it's... Some of the examples are who's bumpy. I'm like, you Give know, me one more, now. Give me one more. That, that was really cool. I'd love to hear one more. Keys, V's, all of this I have heard. Huh, somebody, of course, oh, fun one, right? Huh. Somebody's gone off to the airport. They have to reach for the flight, right? Um, and uh, and they're running late right. uh, for an international flight. And they have forgotten the passport. Oh, God. Huh. And so the passport reaches them at the time that they reach the airport. Fool. Damn cool. That's, that, that's not bad at all, man. It's damn cool. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm like, I, at the end of the day, if technology does not give you superpowers, then what the heck is technology? True. Absolutely. Like, right. I mean, imagine getting a guy to his flight and then the the best would be if that, you know, that, that person at the end would be like, listen, thank you. You saved my life. Here's a free ticket to Amsterdam. Go enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I recently had a very fun one, which is, um, so I'm a huge IKEA customer. I huh. love the brand. Huh. Right. Um, and, um, and, and, so there is no Bangalore store, so you yeah. can't. Uh, Hyderabad is the nearest. So, the Hyderabad is the nearest store, and so basically, I figured out that the Hyderabad store has this 
click and sorry pay and pick up option okay so if you have small packages not too much right like 20 kg odd huh, right huh. if it's like bigger than that then the delivery partner won't be able to do it huh. but if it's about 20 kg odd you go ahead and what you call ask uh, you go ahead and pay online and say in this lot i will pick it up okay right <laughs> I did this recently. I got the stuff like last I'm, week. I'm I'm wondering where the <laughs> hell this is going. Like, what have you done after? And, and at that time, Scott sent a dunzo partner over there. Okay. And the IKEA complex basically has courier people there. Yeah. So basically, told him, "Say, okay, here you have to go show this piece of paper." Huh. Right, which is just digital, so it's a screenshot. So I've sent him the screenshot. Okay. You show him the screenshot. They give him the package, and then he takes the package and does the courier, which is right like about twenty twenty five meters away. Wow! And the item came in four days, man. Super, <laughs> not bad at all. Dude, again, so, so I I I actually have like you know I think if you're not able to test the boundaries of a platform, then what yeah. what real use is it, right? Yeah. I also have the fun stories about other platforms. <laughs> so like for example, this is uh, this is seven thirty in the morning, huh. and um, and my car needs a jump start. Okay. Right. No um, freaking way. No, don't tell me you got jumper cables. Don't tell me you got jumper cables. No, I didn't get jumper cables. So I got I used some online service to get a get a mechanic on the road, right? Okay. okay. So the mechanic comes on the road, he looks at this and saying is I have cables, I don't have battery. Huh. So I was like, okay, but I was like, why have you come because without batteries it's useless. Yeah. So he's like, okay, but I don't have now what do you want to do? So what I did was I I booked an Uber. And said, "This is this is the pickup point." And I put like a drop point somewhere, like two hundred and fifty bucks over there. The guy came. We used the jumper cables to be able to what you call jump start the car from the Uber. And Uber went, and I was dude. Mechanic also won. <laughs> this is a damn cool story, huh? Let me ask you about um, the biggest learning that you've had through the pandemic, man. Of course, you told me mad, mad stories, but personally for you, what's the biggest learning that's kind of happened, or are you still always learning? Just professionally and uh, what do you call personally? I both, think, uh, both, both. The personal one is I don't think we necessarily have enough gratitude for the amount of privilege that we all have. Mm, I like agree. just I as a generation we should be so we should have so much more gratitude. Yeah, man. Uh, right, like. Just imagine, right? Like the world has continued to function while it's come to a standstill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we all have been fed. Nobody is dying of hunger in a very, very what you call top end of the. There are migrant workers, etc., that we don't think about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are very privileged, and they. I think just I really, really hope that people are a lot more grateful after this. Yeah, we take those things for granted. Now that we have sure. seen this so close. Yeah. Now that we have seen this so close, let's go ahead and have a little more gratitude. Professionally, I'll be honest. I think the biggest learning that I think we have always kept close, but mm. I think moments like this make it very obvious. Mm. So we are big believers of the fact that Dunzo wasn't actually a certain idea at the top. It was the whole idea of delivering convenience to our customers. Right. And so it's going to evolve as we go forward. Right. Right. Uh, and we want to build a multi-decade business, which means. Uh, which means we want to be able to get to multiple cities we want to get to multiple categories mm. we want to make sure that for a second 5% of everything that moves in a city moves on danzo mm. uh, right um, that's potentially what we could go ahead and do right in a scenario like that um, what we need to be as a team is to be a lot more nimble to the idea of what our consumers want what our segments want mm. and move around that right mm. 
and i think the biggest learning really has been is to go ahead and say that you know you just want to be able to the only two things that uh, that an organization or at least whatever this uh from the top that you can do is to set right what you call vision and direction yeah and then just have fantastic people come in what you call figure yeah. out what that means yeah and just like i'm amazed by the people that i get to work at the uh, work with at dunso yeah um it's and during the pandemic you got a very young bunch right you got a very young bunch of people working with you extremely young ha i honestly the idea is to be able to say ki you know it's a little bit of changing the world and you need to be able to feel that i we also truly believe that it's not supposed to be easy yeah of uh, course like if it was easy then everybody would do it and this yeah. is not going to be easy it shouldn't be easy and we are more than happy for it not to be easy right uh, right it gives us a distinct advantage with our determination right um and um, and in a scenario like that i'm just uh, i think um, i think the team that we have at dunzo is remarkable it is um, it was my biggest learning as to how many how much this team can do during a during a crisis scenario like we had mm-hmm. uh, right um, and along with that um, along with that our delivery partners and merchants one cannot thank them enough for being around and present correct uh, while correct. we are going ahead and what you call uh, making sure that we are trying to get stuff to consumers and making sure that people are staying home and socially distanced the, um, the so fun part that really came through the fun part of what um, you know i was reading i was reading a book recently and i've been reading um, i just finished actually atomic habits by james clear i don't know if you of course yeah so one of the lines that really appeals to me in that entire book is that you don't rise to the level of your potential you fall to the level of your processes <laughs> Uh, yes that is like one of the best lines in the entire book so um like you said at dunzo you're trying to set those processes right right like I, i've seen the app at a very nascent stage and i've also seen the app right now so right now when i book a task and i did one this morning i was just telling chandrika um you have a little animation of a cute little dunzo guy <laughs> on a bike you know going through uh, avoiding one pothole flying with one bird and stuff like that's damn cute so the idea is also to make the tech extremely appealing to the end user and stuff like that and that's come a long way over the last couple of years let's say from 2015 uh i what is that a product of the fantastic team that you have only or is that also feedback from the users to a large extent i think it all needs to work together mm-hmm. i don't think any one thing singularly can deliver any of that right yeah so it is about the dna of listening to users it is about the dna of being saying you know we keep constantly building for empathy for all three sides of the platform mm-hmm. right so we want to be able to be empathetic to users partners and merchants it's not sure. just one over the other sure. uh, right um, and um, and lastly what you call um, it the idea of being able to say that the team actually constantly hears about this um and make sure that they go ahead and learn about it and also have the um have the culture and the dna to be able to be able to build on top of that so yeah. it's not really any one thing right? right i think which is why in the longest term when people end up asking about what uh, what are what are moats in a business hmm. i fundamentally think the moat is a dna and a team it never comes down to what product and business that you are a part of right right um it's the dna of the organization and it's the team that actually go run that dna um that allows for everything else to happen around us so one of the few things that i noticed is that dunzo is one of the few companies uh, that have made profits during uh, say the pandemic um for young entrepreneurs out there uh, what would be your little two cents to them from that perspective is it that you have to be in an, in an, in an industry and build a service that is almost essential and that stands that test of the pandemic for example or is it a need to reinvent business model what would be your like your number one advice to entrepreneurs out there especially young ones just about starting off 
I'm terrible at giving advice. Huh? <laughs> like honest two cents. Don't don't have much of personal experiences that I can tell you. Huh. The only one that I do know is that I think the idea that we start, that one starts off a business with to the idea that actually goes ahead and what you call um, makes money goes becomes very big is most likely two different things. Right. Right. There is there is a large process of discovery that ends up happening. Hmm. Um, right. And um, and I think I think so. We have gone through that process of discovery uh, multiple times. We are willing to unlearn pretty much everything that we know today sure. um, to go ahead and say that what is the next level of growth that we can unlock for dancer. Um, right. Um, and in a scenario like that, I think um, I think wanting to constantly be challenged and wanting to learn, I think, is the only thing that one can bring to work. Um, I remember once, uh, once one of our what you call uh, investors said this, and I um, I keep it really close. Um, he's like, um, and they're an early stage fund, so they see a lot of companies go through like the sure. like the zero to one process, sure. uh, right? Um, and and his one liner was that hey, you know, um, for a lot of companies that don't make it, um, at the other end of it is most likely a tired team. Right. Right. It's not the space. It's not competition. It's not money as much. Because let's be honest, money. Some days you'll have a lot of capital. Sometimes you won't have a lot Correct. of capital. You'll have to figure out which. Because at the end of the day, you're not in and out in three, four years. No. Mm-hmm. You're most likely building something for twenty, twenty-five years. Correct. So it's not a single line. So in which case, then capital is not really a good enough amount. Also saying that you know. Like whether I got to other end or not, etc. It's important timing-wise and all of those things in as to how big a business will get and all of that. But I think that line though is very very close to my yeah. heart. Saying that you know, oh, then basically if I don't give up, I don't lose. Yeah. Then we will not give up. We will keep pushing. <laughs> we will have the determination and the resilience to make this happen. I think it's a phenomenal note to actually end this. But I want to end with asking you a little bit of a rapid fire. So whatever comes to your mind first, just say it. All right. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. I'll try. All right. Online shopping or going to the store? Online. I will do everything. I will dunzo it. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. That's the only reason I asked this question. Um, cappuccino or chai or filter coffee? Hmm. So I did sales in life. So chai. But as I'm getting older, I'm trying to let go of milk. So. Black, black coffee. coffee. Black coffee. Okay, cool. Uh, cars or bikes? What kind of guy is Kabir? Cars. Cars. Oh, cool. Um, I used to cart at some point. Love carting. Uh, well. Oh, really? Do you still do that, by the way? It's not close by, man. Like the right. closest one is Meko Kartopia, and it's not really like it's just like an effort to get there. The road to Meko Kartopia is really bad. Right. Just. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the day that uh, you know I don't know uh, Dunzo delivery executives are on carts. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Bangalore or Bombay? Bangalore. Love the weather significantly more. I love the ocean in Bombay, but the weather and generally, you know, like a lifestyle in Bangalore is uh, is just. I think it's something that I'm. I now I've gotten. I love the city. Unfortunately, that's the only thing we can brag about in the city. When it comes to roads, we don't have them. So don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't get out. I've done so. <laughs> okay, by that extension, let me ask you: Vada Pao or Vada? Oh, oh, okay, interesting. Uh, the most adventurous sport you've ever played? Are you going to say karting? Yeah, yeah. Like I've been, I I used to do it when I was younger, and uh, I've had some accidents also. Not fun. Oh, really? My parents don't parents don't know about it. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fill in the blanks. All right, complete the sentence for me. The biggest part of the pandemic that was a learning for me was. If I take three hours, I can clean a big house. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Live in a smaller house, man. <laughs> Why come to Bangalore then? <laughs> Good point. good point. Good point. Good <laughs> point. Otherwise, you would have stayed in Bombay in a matchbox. That's true. Good point. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and uh, last but not the least, did you learn to cook in the pandemic? And if so, what is the best dish that you make? No, I didn't. Um, I'm very much about saying I can survive. So I used to be really big at some point. I had put on a lot of weight, and then I lost it. And so food's not that important a part of life anymore. So food is for sustenance. Food is not for as much enjoyment because I have a massive genes issue sweet tooth all of those things which you know <laughs> if you were to give me the food i will put on the weight it's easy uh, so by that so. by that logic if i check your danzo order history there must be corner house a lot over there right used to be now no more really given of sugar you're a changed man what's going on everything as a be- as a bengali and a gujarati mixed genes to give up sugar has not been easy wow your family must be so proud <laughs> or not but don't ask <laughs> you don't want to know why ask <laughs> dude this has been ultra cool to chat with you kavir thanks so much for your time <laughs> and with that we come to a close of this episode of the year that wasn't exclusively on HT smartcast before we go a couple of things that you have to keep in mind if you'd like to give us or our guests a little bit of feedback a message you might want to get across you can find me on my social media look for off air with k that is off air with k a y on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin and to give feedback to us as a platform you can reach out to us on @hdsmartcast we're present on facebook twitter and instagram to listen to more podcasts log on to hdsmartcast.com bye bye This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.